This Fantasy Life. Hello and welcome to This Fantasy Life, the fantasy football podcast for our league and yours. I'm Chris. And I'm John, and the man who needs more than one introduction, at least two or three, on the board is royalty. The king. Hey. That's me, yeah. yeah I, think, I think two introductions would be sufficient. You get so many names. But thank you. Yes. I mean, we call him BK, we call him the Kinginator, um, Brandy, I mean, all Ding kinds dong. of Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it's good. Uh, so yeah, what's the week been like? Oh, uh, you know, um, not great. <laughs> oh, it means football-wise. It's been um, cold. Also not great. Also not great. Still not great. No, but we're chugging along here. Is, is the world still happening? World's still happening. Fancy yeah. football's still happening. I mean, there was some exciting football. That Cleveland Browns game was a great game. That was fun. Sorry, Brandon. Yeah. But even I, you admitted it was oh, kind yeah. of a fun game. I enjoyed that game. Uh, also, the Seahawks-Cardinals game, like, I should have been in bed by, like, mid-third quarter, and I watched every second of that game. Yes, I agonized through that, as that was a key key part to my fantasy football game with the, my opponent that I was playing that night. You don't say. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I, when it went into overtime, I was agonizing. The missed field goal, I was agonizing, and then in the end, I couldn't sleep because I was so excited. Yeah, not to rub salt in the wound, but the Browns, after that win on Sunday – they're a football team? It was Cincinnati. Let's not overreact. Five wins? It was Cincinnati. Who have they beaten? Well, I think you play the games that are on the schedule. You do, but before we get too excited, who have they beaten? Uh, well, apparently well, there was also some other football this weekend that people were caring about. Some, like, lower-ranked, younger kids playing football. High school or something, yeah. Not professional football, so I don't really care about that. Yeah, some, yeah something. I tried really hard to watch that game. And I just couldn't care. No. Oh. You know, who cared? All those, all those kids partying down on campus. Just kidding, Buckeye fans. We love them. <laughs> oh, no. Huge Buckeyes fan. Very glad that they won. But we without, care, I guess. Like, controversial opinion. Without fans in the stadium, college football sucks. <laughs> well, Guys, it's hard. Um, I have some bad news. Oh. Unfortunately. More? Um, it's Halloween week. Uh, spooky season in full effect. And we're not prepared to spook up this episode of oh, TFL. Golly. I mean, maybe they already shut up. Boy, he is prepared. Man, this is season four, episode eight, and it's the first time that we haven't done a spooky episode. Well, yeah. maybe the scary thing will be our advice. Okay. Ooh. Almost the reason always. for that is that we're a fantasy football podcast based in the Central Ohio area. We talk about our league every single week, recap the most important players, the most important news, and we also recap other leagues around the Central Ohio area. We read standings. We talk about team names. If you would like to have your league featured on This Fantasy Life, you can email us at thisfantasylifepodcast at gmail.com. And you can hit us up on Twitter, at TFLifers. We'll take and give you some advice based on your questions, uh, get you ready for the upcoming week in the fantasy football world, um, and try and have fun while we're doing it. Just imagine not having to get up and type things out and send out that, that newsletter this week. And you could just all do it just through us. And we would be happy to do it with a smile on our face. You can save gas, not driving to Kinko's to, right. to make copies. Or not getting in trouble at work for making copies of your newsletter in the work copy machine. True. You can help the environment mm -hmm. by yep. not um, using ink or paper. Speaking of that, you should also go vote. It's one week till the election here in America. Here in Ohio, make sure you vote. It's voting so easy. I voted. King, have you voted? I voted. 
John, have you voted? Well, I'd like to be on the refutation side of that. I don't think you should vote. That's so weird that you cut out during that part. What was that again? I mean, voting isn't really worth it. It's one single vote. Who cares? It's right. not like your one vote is going to matter. John's just kidding. Of course he voted because we're a voting family here on This Fantasy Life. <laughs> vote. Make it happen. It's important. Uh, nice, nice spin. Uh, so I think I'm just going to say everything in a spooky voice. Since we don't like, have anything else playing. Like now? Yes. All right, and I think I'm just going to randomly have a blood-curdling scream. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Uh, every single week, we look back ah! at the football. This is scary. I'm not kind of scared. Like, I'm on the edge of my seat waiting for you to scream. Uh, we look back at the week at fantasy football, and unlike those other fantasy pundits, oh. we admit <laughs> how we were wrong. Scary advice here we gave last week, and I maybe I gave the scariest in terms of telling you to pick up Austin Hooper. Um, dare I say I have some kind of curse uh, because as soon as I said that, Austin Hooper's uh, appendix exploded inside yes. of his body. And and given the theme of Halloween tonight, maybe you're maybe we need to call you the Grim Reaper. Oh, I like it. So when uh -huh. you decide to pick a player, we're all going to know that something bad is going to happen to that player. Yeah. I have that same superpower. I was oh. talking to somebody about OBJ on Sunday, mm -hmm. and 30 seconds later, towards ACL. And isn't that weird that both of those players affected me? Hmm. And they're both Browns. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they so can't help that. To all my loyal listeners saying that Austin Hooper was a good pickup, I apologize. Uh, if you did pick him up, you might want to drop him because I don't think he's going to be playing football anytime soon. So I was wrong about Ryan Tannehill, who I thought it was – but I, I can't really say that I was wrong, wrong, because they were playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was a tough defense. Uh, they played pretty tough, but he only scored 16 points. And But I would still say if you picked him up, it was a good pickup, and in the weeks to come, you were going to reap the benefits. So hopefully no one lost their game based on your advice. That's true. That would be scary. What if I lost my game based on my own advice? <laughs> that would be really spooky. Man, that sounds like season three. I know, because I said it'd be a good idea to start Kenyon Drake. Oh. Had, a, had a whopping, I think, 35 yards before yeah. he was carted off the field. Yeah, he wasn't doing great that game, but that really hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're going to hear about him later in the injury report. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, unfortunately, or fortunately for our listeners, there are occasionally some moments where we are right. You may be right. I may be crazy. Unfortunately for Johnny, I was right about those cowgirls. Uh, Oof. Talk about scary. Man. The, the Cowboys offensive weapons. You are now hitting Grim Reaper plus territory. <laughs> uh, Zeke, five points. That's not what you want out of Zeke. Good. Gallup, zero points. That's not going to help anybody. Andy Dalton, <laughs> two points. And Holy concussed. Cow. And concussed. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Amari Cooper did squeeze out 15 somehow. I mean, it's not um, fair to give Andy Dalton two points because he only got to play three quarters. Right. At, so he couldn't even have been in the fourth quarter. quarter. Well, also, like, how many points did he lose for the concussion? Well, yes. He probably forgot his points. Yeah, in standard scoring, I think it's minus two okay. for a concussion. For a concussion? Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, unfortunately, I was right. Those cow, those cowboys, rough, rough, rough stuff. Well, Brandon, you're welcome because I was right about Fulgham from the uh, Eagles. You were. Uh, you were looking for a receiver. He got you 12 points. He did. Uh, and that's that. That's a respectable pickup for a waiver wire receiver for the next week. Yeah, I was pretty pleased. I was a little upset he didn't get a touchdown. Uh, yeah. So this is the second player that I've picked up that has had a touchdown in every game until I picked them up. Except your game. Uh, yeah. Guys, we are not really doing us any favors in terms of like gaining new listeners or uh, making our listeners feel good about listening to this. Ours is more about information than prognostications. Yeah, and this is way more about me than the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're, they're here for the, uh, for the banter. That's it. Well, I'm going to say that I was, I'm going to say that I was double right. <laughs> oh God, here we go. Yeah, you're right. Here we go. So <laughs> I talked about picking up Higgins, uh, specifically T Higgins from the Cincinnati Bengals who put up, I think 18 points, uh -oh. had a touchdown, had a touchdown, good amount of yards, uh, but also Rashard Higgins from the Cleveland Browns. Seven catches for 110 yards. Okay, that's not fair to mention a last name and then take credit for all of the people who have that last name. I mean, I like it though. Same name, same game. I think that counts. <laughs> I love that guy is going to be Smith. <laughs> and I've got Jones. Davis. <laughs> well, nice job, Brandon. Thank you. Make it two weeks in a row this week. I'll see what I can do. Um, John, there is some news around the league you wanted to talk about when you're old flames. In the category of they just won't go away, which, uh, which includes Josh Gibson and um, Antonio Brown, Des Bryant has been signed to the Ravens practice squad. So, so what a fall from grace that this future Hall of Fame receiver is now going to have to try to make the team from the practice squad. But he's been signed. The Baltimore Ravens are looking for him. I don't know. Is he, uh, he going to be that compliment to Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown? Or uh, will we just eventually see him fade away? I think they've got to get him in there. He's too big of a name. It's too big of a splashy sign or news story. Like, I, I can't imagine Des Bryant going on the practice squad and then not making the team. Could you imagine him going and making the team and then blowing out his Achilles? Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. And then being bad. But I yeah, think I mean, he has to make the team. When was the last time that Des Bryant played football? Like maybe he legitimately isn't that good anymore. I think Two it was years? 2017. Well, I, I suspect that he's well into his 35s. So he's a pretty elderly player. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's that thing when you're a hero, you just can't let it go. Boxers just do it all the time. Rocky Balboa, a perfect example. You're right. Some deja vu, though, with Antonio Brown. On and Des Bryant in the news this week. Yes. Like, whoa, you're still around. Yep. Hey, still there. Won't go it? away. What was that? I said, what year is it? Oh, seriously, yeah. And um, um, the scandal continues in our league, and I'm sorry to bring it up, fellas, but there is still a person misusing our um, our um, injury reserve slot, and uh, I'm not going to say who, and I'm not going to do, you know, I'm not going to get as angry as I did last week, but it's still being misused, and this week it did sort of help that person win his or her game. So uh, just a, uh, an update on the scandal. Well, see, providing some suspense in this mm -hmm. spooky episode. Mm -hmm. if we, we, uh, speaking of suspense, uh, surprises also happen in the league. They do. Um, King, who is your most surprising player? Boo! That, that surprised you? Um, a little bit, yeah. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, I was um, scared speechless. Dare cool, I say. Ha -ha. Oh. we're killing this, guys. Nice. Yeah. 
so I was the most surprised by Zeke, not just because he only put up five points, but after having two back-to-back, like, pretty terrible games, he is still a top five running back in points. Um, I don't think those points, though, indicate the numbers of fumbles in terms of just regular playing, you know, football. I mean, the- yeah, I think out of the first round picks in fantasy that haven't gotten hurt, Zeke might be the most disappointing. And King, you're right. It is surprising that he is still top five running back. That might be a, um, a statement on the state of running backs right now in the league and how kind of close they are. And apart from, you know, the Derrick Henry's of the world, nobody's, you know, running away with it. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Alvin Kamara still seems to be doing a good job. Yeah. But Zeke, yeah, I mean, between the fumbles and that five-point game yesterday, I mean, that is not bueno. But, I mean, you're, you're not going to not start Zeke. Right. But it just sucks. And my surprising player rising from the grave of backup players. Ah, yes, 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 it, yes. Um, Chris, you will like this, of course, because I'm probably taking yours. But uh, that fellow, that, that, that kid, Jeff Wilson. Coming out of the San Francisco football 49er team, uh, runs for 112 yards, gets three touchdowns, scores 33 fantasy points, and then gets injured and put on injury reserve. Speaking of Grim Reapers, if you're a San Francisco football player, you should up your insurance. Um, hey, you know, we're just going to churn through players literally like yeah. this year. Like we're going to end up with a bunch of zombies by the time the year is over, but whatever it takes. A lot of coaches would come to their press conference and say, hey, it's next man up. And your coaches say, hey, it's next team up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, on the other side of the NFC West, my surprising player uh, was Tyler Lockett. Holy moly. We were talking about him being a really up and down player. Uh, this week, you could say he was up uh, getting 58 points. Which is that a record? Absolutely insane. That's got to be up there. Um, and unfortunately for all of the DK Metcalf owners like myself, it was to their detriments. Um, as it looks like Cardinals just shut down DK the entire night. Um, I, I would argue that DK should get points for sprinting 100 yards and preventing a touchdown. And <laughs> what, what did we see that he reached like 23 miles an hour <laughs> to stop that interception? Hey, oh my God. Michael Scott did that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, my Lord. But, yeah, I mean, I think if you run that fast, you should get some fantasy points. Since we're talking about the the, the desolation of your actual fantasy football team, explain to us what happened to you during this week's football game. It's quite unique. The fantasy game. Yes. Um, Well, I think you're doing an amazing segue to the worst bench decision of the week. (laughs) Um, Let's go ahead and take a look. I played Sean, um, who uh, earlier in the week um, we were, were chatting off pod and you know, I had a pretty good chance to beat the undefeated auto draft team. You know, he, he had a lot of bye weeks last week. Um, Dalvin Cook was gone. Devontae Parker was gone. Um, and he had some injuries. Um, he had to start Adrian Peterson, which nobody wanted to this year except for John. Um, I picked up Drew Brees on a I'm, – I'm, like, trying some quarterback streaming here a little bit, flirting with that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, he picked me up 23 points, which is totally fine. Unfortunately – as I previously mentioned, DK Metcalf um, didn't do anything. Got four points. And A.J. Brown on my bench with 29 points. Ooh. Um, yeah, that would have uh, swung the favor in my, in my, um, my situation. Um, also, I could have started A.J. Green instead of um, DK Metcalf, which I don't think and I would ever have done that. Um, so decision really should have been plural. Yes. Uh-huh. 
So, um, so yeah, it was not great. I ended up losing to Sean. And I'm really glad to hear you talk that way just because it's fun to listen to. But what I really meant was what happened with Todd Gurley? Oh, so I'm playing Sean. Um, This is a classic like fantasy football moment. Yes. So Sean has Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley, um, there's a minute left in the game. All Atlanta has to do is um, like kneel the ball, run timeout, kick a field goal. The, the win is yours. Todd Gurley um, forgets and has an instinct to score a touchdown, as you do. Uh, so Todd Gurley very gingerly <laughs> gets into the end zone. Well, he realized at the last minute that he didn't want to do that and tried not to. And then he had already crossed the plane. Um, and the funny and part so, to me is um, that the opposing team was, was doing uh, signaling touchdown. Like they were begging yes. the referee to say touchdown. Yes. Watch that video. Um, That's funny. So the Lions came back, and um, Sean also, fortunately for him, had the tight end that scored the game-winning touchdown in that game. So in the span of a minute, um, Sean ended up with two touchdowns and uh, was the nail in the coffin. That's hilarious. Cool. 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 Anyways, what about you guys? Uh, My worst bench decision was actually in our friend Jack's garage, at probably 12.45, I decided to bench DJ Moore and start OBJ. Oh. DJ Moore scored 25 points. OBJ scored a season-ending injury. <laughs> we should get you something again. Yeah, you'd think I'd get those two points that Andy Dalton got. Yeah. Well, at least you don't have to make that, that decision. is not that, something that no. you can make again. You know, that's interesting because I did, I did take a sigh of relief that those injuries and C.D. Lamb not having a quarterback, I suddenly don't have a real big wide receiver decision. Yeah. And OBJ was one that maybe you flirted with not starting a couple weeks. You're like, oh, who knows, but yep. not anymore. Yep. Uh, King, any observations on people making some bad decisions on their bench? Uh, well, I think it's safe to say that I made a couple of poor decisions. Yeah. Uh, so Robert Tanyan was questionable all week. I had Jared Cook in the lineup and at about 1150 decided, you know, they say that Tanyan's healthy. I'm going to go ahead and put him in. Poor decision. Tanyan, I think had like two catches for 30 yards. Uh, Jared Cook had like 50 yards and a touchdown. So there's that. Um, and then I played Kenyon Drake. (laughs) Taking your own advice. Yeah, as we've learned, is dumb. <laughs> we should we should provide a warning when you start to give advice. We should. Well, I don't think I don't think we've used this term this year, which is unfortunate. Um, but we've talked in the past about how Sunday morning fiddling always mm. sounds like a good idea, and it might feel good at the time, but later you're going to regret that you fiddled. There, and there's remorse and tears. Yes. Um, yeah. However, also though, then sometimes like. If by Sunday night, you're wishing you'd have fiddled more. Maybe. So, you know, I don't think it's, I, I don't I think it's as cut and dried, like don't fiddle. I would suggest fiddling. Well, I think it, you don't want to fiddle too much. Maybe not too much, but you, you can fiddle blind. a little. I hear you go blind. If you yeah. Too much. Wait, what? Let's go ahead and take a look at the standings in our league after week seven. Last week, I think we mentioned that this week might separate the men from the boys. That was totally stupid. Everyone still has a chance of winning the league, so don't worry about that, everybody. Um, Sean, unbeatable, um, 7-0, and even on a rough week, still wins. Um, and that, other, that same division right behind him, 
Um, it's a rat race. We got two teams at three and four, the Puppet Master and Hootie Not Darius. Behind him, King there at two, four, and one. Our commissioner at one and six. We can probably safely say he's out of the race. And a much tighter division over in the Michael Keaton area. I keep um, saying our to our commissioner, player, we need to do this, change these divisions, because I'm tired of being in the best division and, and watching those other guys get in the playoffs because they don't, they don't have, they have crappy teams. No, Put it in the, the mailbag. Here's oh, the thing, John. We're like the NFC, right? So my division is the NFC East. We are terrible. Your division Ooh. is the NFC West. You're really okay. good. I'm not going to insult that division that much. The yeah. NFC East, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. That, that's, that's going overboard. Uh, I did see something on Twitter, a side note, that the winner of the NFC East could mathematically be 4-12. and 12, Yep. Which is unbelievable. Um, but more into good divisions, yeah, who did the Blowfish at 5-1, and one, having a great year. Um, John, you got a win, so you're above 500, 4-3. Also there at 4-3 and three is Schilling. Um, I'm right behind you guys at 3-4. and four. Um, And Hans got another win. Uh, don't call it a comeback. Uh, with Christians, God wins. Uh, he is there at two and five. Hashtag blessed. Yeah. Wow. All right. Let's get you guys ready for week eight. The first thing we do every Tuesday morning. Uh, hopefully, we no fiddling going on during the week. Um, instead, we like to go down to the wire. John, are you okay? Uh, I got stabbed by some guy with a mask. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, let's get you out of here. In the house. Who are you wiring this week? Um, well, I, I'm going to jump on that Cleveland Browns bandwagon and say that they still don't have Austin Hooper. Uh, weirdly, they said they're not sure when he's going to come back, like could be this week. But if you've had an appendectomy, I don't think you come back in a week. Those stitches are still pretty uh, or staples or whatever they're using, still pretty raw. So I, would, I wouldn't think that. In that case, Harrison Bryant last week, five, five catches, 66 yards, two touchdowns. I don't see any reason why he can't do that again. And then if you are really uh, a, a, a real gambler, a riverboat gambler, you might try that Tua Tagovailoa guy over there in Miami because he's going to have something to prove. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is crying, and uh, if he goes out there and lays an egg, it's going to be a problem for Miami. So I dare you to pick him up. Also, that would just be crazy if he laid yeah. an egg. I mean, that would be wild. Brandon, who are you wavering with? Um, I surprisingly had my eye on Nelson Aguilar. Yes. <laughs> oh, let's go. I know. It's I am nodding my head in agreement, Brandon. That yeah, is scary. You. That is um, terrifying. He started off the season very poorly. Uh, but the last two weeks, he's looked really good, put up some good points. I think he's finally classic. got that. Classic. He's finally got a rapport with Derek Carr. I think I think he might be okay moving forward. And he had a stunning close-up during one of the highlight reels. Like of his face? Yeah. And warning. Really, really good. He looked like a football player. Warning. King gave that advice. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And Nelson Aguilar has the um, uh, Alshon Jeffrey disease, too. Mm. Yeah, Nelson Aguilar is like a character in a zombie movie who hasn't turned to a zombie yet. He's like, I'm fine. I'm totally fine. Look at me. I'm great. Yeah, just, I'm just, <laughs> I just have a slight cough. <laughs> and next week, he's a zombie. <laughs> I'm not going to come back. And eat you. <laughs> um, Chris, what about you? Who, who are you wiring? Uh, yeah, I mean, some Niners. I mean, we, next man up. So there's some, there's some new blood Don't over there in San it. Francisco because Don't we had even it. more injuries. Don't. So, <laughs> Please, um, spare that young man. 
So some more people to tear some ACLs. Up here we got Brandon Ayik. Uh, oh. We talked about him earlier in the year, um, but he's still available in lots of leagues. Um, he's, a, he's a star, come on. Um, probably the biggest, um, some people may have dropped Jarek McKinnon for very good reason. Um, but now that Jeff Wilson's gone, Tevin Coleman is maybe coming back, but probably not. Um, Jerick McKinnon's probably going to be the lead back there, unless from behind him, you oh, got nice. somebody who has a really cool last name. It is Hasty, Tasty Hasty over there. Chris, um, they're not going to have enough on, team people on their practice squad. He was on their practice squad. I think he did some special teams uh, last week. Um, but yeah, they're liking him a lot. Doesn't matter who you put in that running game. Um, so yeah, lots of Niners to pick up for a week and then have to drop. Um, thank you for that. Now I'm going to have to expand my injury report next week. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Um, let's uh, talk about some things that we're worried about in a segment that we call the weekly worry. Enough beach so song. Chris, what are about, you worried about? I'm worried about my AJs. Oh, so yeah? I said earlier, AJ Brown on my bench got burned by that. Um, AJ Green had a good game. Um, in fact, they are playing each other. Tennessee is playing Cincinnati. Um, luckily, um, some, oh, Will Fuller's in a bye, so I'm not going to be starting him. Um, oh. So what do you guys think about AJ Green or AJ Brown? What are we thinking? Who are the Cincinnati's playing? Tennessee, they're playing each other. What? Oh, they're, they're playing, playing each other. other. Tennessee's playing Cincinnati. Uh, that Tennessee team's pretty good. Yeah. And that Stick Cincinnati team is okay. Stick with Brown. Yeah. Um, can you watch that Bengals game last week? How did Green look? Uh, Green has actually looked – he looked better this past week than I think he's looked uh, – I'm going to say in years, but that's kind of a gimme because he didn't play last year. Right. Uh, but, I mean, he just looked like the A.J. Green of old. Wow. So what do you think, Brown or Green King? Uh, I personally would say Green, but once again, that's King advice. So. Yeah, it's definitely Brown. We're also two colors, which is fun. Yeah. I realize that. <laughs> if you, um, yeah, if you look at your, uh, your ranks for your teams, like who Brown's going against, what the rankings are, I'm sure you're going to see a lot of Green for Brown and a lot yeah. of Red for Green. Oh man, it is a lot of colors. This is getting very confusing. Yeah. Um, kind of scary. Uh, John, are you worried about anything? Well, I'm, I'm a little worried just about how it's going to look. I think that I'm going to bench, wait for it, Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews. <gasps> I know. That is scary. <laughs> very scary. And I'm going to play, wait for it, Carson Wentz and Gronk. And I just that Pittsburgh Steeler defense is pretty good and they seem to be holding people down and they're playing the Ravens. I still think the Ravens can beat the Steelers, but I'm not sure that they're going to rack up a lot of fantasy points. And of course, Carson Wentz um, is playing a team that has very little defense. In fact, you might call it the worst defense in the history of the NFL. It's the Cowboys. Um, Cowboys. So I feel like he's got a lot of things going for him. And uh, Mark Andrews against the Steelers, I think Gronk is there for Tom Brady, and they're going to play him until they get their other uh, tight end back. And they're playing the Giants. So um, so the NFC East is uh, abysmal. Um, <laughs> however, three of the teams are on primetime games this week. 
It's Philadelphia and Dallas Sunday night. <laughs> and the Buccaneers and Giants Monday night? What is uh, happening? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's very bizarre. Maybe uh, we'll get COVID and it gets I'll late. Tell you what, uh, picking up teams that were going to play the NFC East regularly would have been a really good idea. Players that are, are playing those teams, because I am sure when the, when the season is over, we're going to look at numbers and see how many fantasy points NFC East teams gave up to other teams. That's a great stat. I love it. Um, King, are you worried or spooked about anything? Uh, I am. I'm very worried about this week in general, because uh, I have a lot of people on a bye. Plus, plus, you know, injuries and stuff. Right. Uh, but like Kyler Murray has been great. So I'm relying on um, Teddy Bridgewater this week. Uh, I'm pretty much forced to start either Michael Gallup or Devin Singletary in the flex. Oof. Uh, so I guess there, there's your topic. Discuss. Man, that is a scary thing for ha- Halloween special. I, I, I can't. I can't fathom starting Gallup. Yeah, that's... I mean, he's he's their third receiver, and they're not throwing to their second receiver. He had zero points last week. Yeah, I know. When Singletary is playing New England, um, they, and New England, I mean, they gave up thirty-three points to the Niners. So, yeah, but the Eagles' secondary is terrible. Yeah, that is true too. Yeah, I don't know. God, I don't. But, I mean, the Cowboys are going to throw uh, throw in future Hall of Famer Carlos Danucci. And I'm not even sure that's his first name. It just sounded good with Danucci. But Devin Singletary has also uh, been bad, though. I yeah. know. Yeah. Dang, you should really be worried. And I, I think am. Zach Moss might be coming back. Uh, God, yeah. Oh, man, bud. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Shaggy. Look at my uh, roster and see if you want to make a trade. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk offline, as they say. Good luck with that, Brandon. <laughs> All right. Well, that's some advice for you coming up this week. Um, let's go ahead and transition and put some gas in the tank, start the engine, and let's get on the bus. Wheels on the bus go round and round, round and the bus is a segment every single week where we recap leagues around the central Ohio area, read your standings, get you some attention, let you talk some smack. You can have your league on the bus if you email us over at thisfantasylifepodcast at gmail.com, just like our friends did over in the big league. We got leaders over there, our good friend Kyle at 6-1. and one. Congrats Ooh. to Kyle having a hell of a season. Um, but he's also up there with Alex at 6-1. and one. Behind him, Chance at three and four, and Chris at one and six. Uh, our friend Alan um, is not having a good season in the big league. He is currently one and six, um, the lowest point scored in the entire league. Um, just, uh, just abysmal. Um, he's behind Montgomery at five and two there, and my balls accurate at four and three. The third division over there leading is Owen at four and three, and then behind him is Justin and Dan at three and four. Our friend Tyler. Um, it has a very, very tight uh, league over there. They only have one division, which I think is an interesting topic to discuss for maybe next year in our league. Um, but they have one, two teams at four and three, one team at five and two, three teams, four teams at three and four, um, and then two teams at the top leading seven and zero oh and six and one. So very competitive over there. Um, Doughboys is at seven and zero, oh, 
Rhinos rate is at six and one. Uh, our friend Tyler's in the middle there in the pack, four and three, but still has a chance to pull it out. Um, our friends Chris, my father-in-law Steve. Steve, um, after losing Zach, I think his heart was just hurt. Um, he's at one and six, um, not having a great year. Uh, Chris uh, got a win at five to bring him to five and two. Uh, Jay over there, Columbus Muni lot is still uh, winning away. He's at six and one. Behind him is Josh at four and three. Polar Bears are three and four. At the bottom of the division there is Take Mahomes at one and six. Uh, the Paul Jenny League, one of our favorites, uh, <laughs> DJ, having a great year with Steamers at five and two, leading uh, the league, actually. That's the best record in that league, so very, very even. Uh, Tom's Hot Mike at four and two. Helicopter Dunk at three and four. Man Taylor at three and four. And Daniel at three and four as well. Um, this is crazy. So, other division. Only fans at four and three, Mascot at four and three. Every other team in that division is a three and four. So the oh. best record is five and two. The worst record is three and four. It's a tight so league. I love it. Yeah. Very, very tight over there at Paul Jenny. Um, and then my work league, the Greenhouse Goonies, I unfortunately took a loss. I've lost uh, three in a row. It's not very good. Oh. Uh, I lost to Steel Curtain, who is first in that league at six and one. Uh, Raider Nation at five and two on a two game winning streak. Return to the pack. Our friend Jason um, oh. has won four games in a row. He must know something. He's at five and two. All of my Thielands, I think, having their best uh, record ever at four and three. Uh, Team Neil for real, also four and three over there, along with me at four and three. Uh, behind me is Motor City Convicts having a rough year at three and four. Um, and then at the bottom of the league, again, can't buy a win. Uh, Bethany at Easy oh. Breezy Beautiful at O and seven. Remember when they took that win away from her? Yeah, that was, that was not yeah. good. Too bad. Uh, King, talk to us about your other league. All right, so over in the good old times, uh, Ono Stepbro and Chef Nick are both leading the way at five and two. Uh, then we got Tony, Miles Not Yards, Not Your Mexican, and Jerry, all at four and three. Uh, Donnie Boy and I tied at three and four. Make Football Great Again, two and five, and The Poor Colonel still dragging the lake at one and six. Ooh. Imagine being one and six. Can't. You could be on the bus too. If you know other leagues that would be interested in joining us here on This Fantasy Life, send us a missive at thisfantasylifepodcast at gmail.com. We would John, be excited to hear from you. Our second favorite segment of the week has currently Whoa. been the injuries. Tell us all about these suckers. <laughs> well, do ah, we? What? what is it? I got a splinter. Talking about the Grim Reaper, Andy Dalton is concussed. He's in concussion protocol. Odell Beckham has an ACL out for the season. Chris Carson, a midfoot strain. He's doubtful for next week. Philip Lindsay is concussed. Kenyon Drake has an ankle injury out for a few weeks. That's so trendy to have that ankle injury. Aaron Jones had a minor calf strain. was held out last week, but he's probably playing this week. Virgil Green, D.D. Westbrook, Devon Ozigbo, all are out. Or, I'm sorry, doubtful. I'm sorry, they're questionable. And uh, Chris Godwin's got the finger, and so he's out for this week. McCaffrey's still out, but he's threatening to come back in. Michael Thomas is unlikely this week. His 2019 record, 149 receptions, is followed by his 2020 record of three receptions for 17 yards so far this season. Mark Ingram is doubtful. Miles Sanders is out. Devontae Freeman is out. 
our questionable Dalvin Cook. It might, he's going to be back, it looks like. Austin Eckler and Nick Chubb, not Mixon's out. And then here's a long list. Get ready. Mostert's out. Samuels Hamey's out. Jeff Wilson's out. Tevin Coleman's out. Jordan Reed's out. Nick Bosa's out. And the Dallas Cowboys have had complications from their recent dachectomy and are not expected to return this season. Ooh, dachectomy. Nice one. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, get us ready for next week, John. Who's playing who? Well, next week's exciting. Um, I, I am on a four-game winning streak as well, and I get to play the commission who's had a really rough time, had very low score last week at one and six. Uh, rolling on the river is four and three, and Zeke looking to bounce back after a, a tight loss last week at two, four, and one. Uh, Fuller has had a couple of losses at three and four, and whatever that name for that Darius team is, is three and four. So one of those is looking to get into the category of 500. Hude Blow is at four, one, and one, playing the under defeated auto draft that's the clash of the titans at the moment uh to see if um, somebody can knock this auto draft team off and uh the christians and godwins are two and five coming off a two-game winning streak against puppet who seems to be plummeting quickly at three and four and that is what's going to happen next week need a win guys not gonna lie really <laughs> need a win i'm looking good all right everybody Every single week, the last thing we do to get you ready for the upcoming fantasy football games is talk about some specific players that we got our eyes on. Let's first talk about some guys that we love. I love the guy. <laughs> uh, that's, what, that's what OBJ was screaming when he got hurt last week. More like no BJ, am I right? We've all been there. So since OBJ is gone, um, I love that guy this week is Jarvis, Jar Jar Banks over in Cleveland. Uh, Baker Mayfield looking pretty hot out there. He's got to throw to somebody. It's not going to be Austin Hooper. It's not going to be no BJ. It's going to be Jar Jar. We're going against the Raiders. Could have a nice little fun game there in Vegas. Um, so, yeah, I like Jarvis Landry. He's still a little dinged up. Nah, he good. He good. Brandon. Threw a long pass up. last week, didn't he? I don't know. Don't fact check me live on the air. <laughs> oh. Brandon, who, Brandon, who do you love? Brandon, he threw a long pass last week. I know. Okay, I just was, was making that point. Chris didn't watch the game, but he still pretends. <laughs> That's I'm all gonna, this is. I got to be honest with you. I don't even know who we're talking about because I wasn't listening to anything that Chris says. I actually love Kareem Hunt this week. Uh, not to stick with the Browns. But uh, the, the Raiders' running defense has not been great. Um, the Browns' offensive line has looked very good. Um, Hunt and Johnson both have had some pretty solid games. And I think that uh, – I'm going to expand it, actually, to the Cleveland running backs. If you have either one of them, I think they both have a, a big game this week. Hmm. So we're all on the brownies. Oh, my golly. What could go wrong? <laughs> Beat a couple of NFC East teams, and, yeah, they're good. Uh, I, my guy is, and I, I kind of telegraphed it, but uh, I've got Carson Wentz. I think that this is a, he's going to wind up being a top one or two quarterback by the end of the season. And, uh, again, the NFC East and the Dallas, uh, no defense Cowboys, no offense Cowboys. Uh, Wentz will be on the field a lot. He likes to run. He doesn't have a lot of uh, receivers to work with right now. He's still got a lot of injuries. But uh, that doesn't hurt him because he likes to run, especially for when he's inside the uh, red zone. So Carson Wentz is my guy. 
it wasn't for that red hair, I'd be a fan. But, oh, golly. Well, I mean, you have to give up some things. All right, let's talk about some scary guys, some guys that we hate. Oh, I hate that guy. I'm afraid for all of our Chicago listeners that the Bears were a little exposed last night on Monday Night Football Ooh. by the Rams. And I'm thinking that the Bears are going to have a few rough weeks ahead of them. They're playing the Saints. Uh, so I'm pretty down on Allen Robinson and Nick Foles. Nick Foles looks like the Nick Foles um, of not a championship quarterback, but of the Nick Foles in every other game. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think the Bears aren't going to be lasting very long. Um, so I'm pretty down on those guys. Kingling, who do you hate? I hate Michael Gallup. Yeah. <laughs> and I might have to start him anyway. You're going to start him. But I hate him. I love it. Man, it sounds like my prom date. This is, um, that's kind of hate that guy. It's like, I hate this guy. Yeah. I've got to freaking play him. <laughs> I hate Aaron Rodgers. And again, I telegraphed a little bit, but get off the Des Bryant bandwagon. That is not a happening thing. I'd, I'd be surprised if Des Bryant even takes the field this year. Oh, sad. It'd be so fun. No. Like, why not? Why not? Nope. Come on. All right, guys, I think that's it. We're in week eight. Uh, Looking pretty great. No mail this week. Uh, Please send us some mail so that we can have a mailbag segment. Uh, If you you need advice for your fantasy league, if you want to talk some smack, email us over at thisfantasylifepodcast at gmail.com. You can have your message read on the air. Uh, Make sure you get out and vote. Make sure you're social distancing, wearing some Halloween-y masks this Man, week. What kind of rules do you have, buddy? Hey, it's no joke. We're not, we're not messing around here. Say no game. <laughs> well, happy Halloween, guys. It's good to see you. What? I, my scream is sounding more and more like a baby every time I do it, and I think that's yeah. even scarier. Or, or like creepier. a Muppet. At least like some kind of Muppet. So, yeah. Hey, I'm looking forward to next week and beating the commish. Uh-oh. Wait. All right. Let's get out of here. Hey, King. Yes? Would you play us out, please? Woo!